up everybody it's your boy nasty backpack and you are tuned into love for the game fantasy football talk nfl talk sports talk and we are here to deliver the news so yesterday on monday night football the pats beat the bills which is no surprise that we all saw that one coming right uh 25 to 6 um, James White looks amazing as usual. Brady uh, didn't have a touchdown pass yesterday, which is uh, crazy as that might sound. Um, even though they dominated the the Bills, Brady was without a touchdown pass. Um, but to me, that's just Brady-ish like. Um, you know, he's he's to me, he's always been great with control of the ball, great with moving the ball, passing the ball, getting getting the kicker in um, in range, the, the attack on the extra points. I believe they had 13 points just on uh, field goals. Um, and then, you know, James White had, had a touchdown that he ran in. But he was moving the ball. Julian Edelman had 104 uh, yards on ten tar- nine tar- nine catches. Um, Gronk had eight targets, only three of those catches. Gronk has been the biggest uh, disappointment on the season for a lot of Gronk owners. If you own Gronk, man, I would uh, try moving him. Um, sorry about that. I'll be, I'll be trying to move him. Um, and see what and see if you can get something for just the name Gronk. Um, I mean, I feel like he's hurting a lot of owners. I, unfortunately, I don't own him this year, which is a good thing because I almost tried to trade for him like three weeks ago, hoping that uh, you know there'll be some upside of Gronk, but I'm just not seeing it. Um, especially with Julian Edelman back, um, and Josh Gordon over there. Just not enough targets to go around. Um, LaShawn McCoy, on the other hand, looked pretty good on the, for the Bills. He had six catches for 82 yards. Um, I mean, they still can't run the ball for nothing. He had 12 carries for only 13 yards, so that was pretty bad. But, um, yeah, pass beat the Bills. Monday Night Football, 25-6. Now let's get that out. That's out of the way. Let's talk trades. Trade deadline today, four o'clock p.m. Eastern time. Be there. Be squared. Who's gonna get dealt? Who's gonna get dealt? Golden Tate got dealt, which um was crazy to me because they had a. I felt like I, I hate when teams have a real good team and they're making things happen, but then they start moving pieces that. Are responsible for the luck that they're having, or the success that they're having, not the luck. Sorry about that. So, um, Detroit trades Golden Tate to Philadelphia. Philadelphia now has another receiver, and that's great news for Philadelphia because now they're going to be able to really push for their playoff hunt right now because they haven't been playing the best football, but they have been getting through. Um, they are on a bye this week, so they're going to get him ready 
And you guys should have Golden Tate ready for Week 10. Uh, next, the next big biggest trade on the on the market is Demarius Thomas traded to the Texans. Um, that's a huge trade for both teams because now, if you're in, a, if you are a Demarius Thomas owner, that's gonna be great news for you because now, um, I feel like Demarius Thomas is gonna be utilized a little bit more. He's going to have a better quarterback throwing the ball to him with the more upside. And there's no more Will Fuller over there in Houston. So he's going to take on that Will Fuller uh, position. I mean, he's nowhere near as quick as Will Fuller. But he'll be seeing those targets getting to him. So good news for Demarius Thomas. He's moved from... uh, Denver, which we all kind of knew that he was going to get moved. There's, there's been talks for weeks that um, teams are interest, interested in him. There was a lot of claims that he wasn't going to get moved and that he wasn't on the block, but uh, shortly, t- a little while ago, news came out that he was on the block. <laughs> Can't never trust these owners. I don't know why. Can not trust what you hear out there. Um, Seahawks cut Brandon Marshall. So, no more Bradley Marshall out there in Seattle. And let's talk waivers. There's a, oh, a couple other trades. Uh, Tua Pryor got traded to Buffalo. Um, I don't know if that helps anybody. Buffalo, maybe. I mean, they're looking pretty bad. They got Derek Anderson throwing the ball. Put my life on the line. Put my life on the line. Every time. I was not laughing. I don't know if y'all remember that from his Arizona days. If you haven't, go check that out on YouTube. <laughs> it was the biggest commercial for a while. <clears throat> Ty Montgomery moved from Packers sent over to Baltimore. Now, one of my running back pickups for this week, because there's a lot of teams on bye. Uh, we on bye weeks this week. We have Arizona. Jacksonville, the New York Giants, Cincinnati, Indianapolis, and Philadelphia. So there's a lot of running backs that are cut out of the picture right there. You got, you know, David Johnson out the picture. You got Saquon Barkley out the picture. You got Joe Mixon, uh, Mack, all the 20 running backs over there in Philadelphia, whoever it could be, the next guy up. But... You're missing a lot of running backs. So, with that being said, Ty Montgomery over there in Baltimore, that's going to start cutting into which would have been my second pickup. Well, will still be my second pickup for this week. But let's get down to the first pickup. The first waiver wire pickup that I would target if I was, um, well, for you guys needing running backs this week to fill in for the bye weeks. Edo Smith, he's looking pretty good over there in um, Atlanta with um, with the way that they're utilizing him. I know he didn't have too good of a week last week, but they're still trying to figure it out. They thought he was going to take on the Devontae Freeman role, and that got switched around, and Travis Coleman is taking on that role, so he'll be taking on the Coleman role. Um, 
So I, I believe Atlanta loves using two bats. They, they've always have for, you know, the last four or five years. Um, and so I would be picking up targeting Edo Smith. Um, another running back is over there back in Baltimore. Uh, Buck Allen. Jarvius. Yes. With Tyler Montgomery being traded over to this week. Um, well, today, I don't believe that Ty will be play, seeing any fill, playing time this upcoming week due to the fact that he has to learn the playbook and all that. Um, so, I for this week and this week only, Buck Allen would be a good option. Um, but then, you know, after that, it's you're just going to have to wait and see how the timeshare is going to be utilized over there. Philadelphia is on... Uh, a bye week, but if you need a running back that you're gonna need for week ten, Josh Allen will be a great pickup. Um, you you probably won't find Smallwood or Clements out there. So and Josh Allen looked pretty. I mean Josh Adams looked pretty good last week. They used him a whole bunch, and he looked like he was taking on that Legarrette Blunt role. Um, so I would be targeting him as my next big pickup going forward. That's somebody that you're going to want to stash. That's somebody you want to stream. That's somebody that you're going to want to use. Um, like I said, they look like they used them a whole lot. We thought Clements and Smallwood was going to be getting all the looks over there in London this last week. No, it wasn't him. It was Josh Adams. So... If you can get him, get your hands on him. For this week, Devontae Booker would be a nice add uh, to use this week. He had 13 touches last week, and he looked good. I believe he had 103 yards. So um, Devontae Booker would be a good pickup if you're needing a running back. And then I have a little bit of a list of other running backs that uh, these are not my top picks. But if you're in that desperate role and you're not finding a running back, Target Frank Gore, LeGarrette Blunt, or Peyton Barber. Peyton Barber to me has the most upside. I believe that he'll get the most looks. Uh, so if you can find Peyton Barber out there, definitely pick up Peyton Barber. Because um, he looks like he's going to be the best out there. Let's go over to wide receivers. Wide receivers. Uh, the biggest pickup for me in the wide receiver game. And this wide receiver is Cortland Sutton. Due to the trade of Demarius Thomas, he is the number two wide receiver over there in Denver. And he's going to get a lot, a lot of looks. He's only 13% owned in fantasy, so I would be out there getting him, picking him up as soon as I can. Another big name is Kiki Kuti. Even with the... Uh, Demarius Thomas trade he will be Demarius Thomas most likely will not see any action this week for week 9 and Kiki Kuti could possibly help your team out if you're in a desperation position where you need somebody he will be the guy to start he's going to be the number 2 target over there he's going to get a lot of looks and he should be a good pickup another good wide receiver is DJ Moore 
He's also going to be getting, he's also utilized over there in Carolina. He looks like the number two wide receiver out there. Best option for the number two wide receiver. I would definitely be uh, targeting him. And if you find yourself in a real desperate situation um, with the Amari Cooper trade over to the Dallas, that should be opening up a lot more holes for Colt Beasley. Colt Beasley is a reliable uh, source to get a lot of targets, especially if they're throwing the ball. I believe he's probably like the top, the best third option, fourth option over there for targets. I would definitely be trying to uh, pick up Cole Beasley if you're in a desperate situation and you need a wide receiver. I think he's going to have a good week uh, for week 10, for week 9. And um, like I said, Amari Cooper's the number one receiver over there now. He's the clear-cut number one receiver. So a lot of defenses are going to be targeting Amari Cooper. That's going to open up a lot of holes for Cole Beasley to get away with some scores. Uh, Traquan Smith, he's also another good pickup. He's going to be seeing a lot more um, looks as well. Um, so that's another guy that's going to want to be targeting. And then uh, this next name I'm going to say, Antonio Callaway, wide receiver for Cleveland Browns. He looks like he's the number two guy over there. Um, I know he's had a lot of big drops this year, but they're still targeting him a lot. He got a touchdown. He got in the end zone this last week against Pittsburgh. Um, he has a lot of speed. And with the new offensive coordinator and the Cleveland Browns cleaning house and firing a lot of, well, the head coach and Todd Haley, um, I feel like he's going to be a big part of the offense and he has a lot of upside he's the rookie a wide receiver with a lot of speed um and baker mayfield likes going to him a lot so i would definitely be starting him this week if you can he's still he's still out there in a lot of leagues probably most leagues he's probably out there so i can't see him being more than 30 percent owned but let's get over the tight ends. Tight ends, we are here. Um, if you can get Vance McDaniels out there, I would pick him up to start him this week. Um, Jack Doyle, he ain't going to help you this week because they're on by. But for a good tight end going moving forward, um, he cut into 75% of the snaps this last week. Uh, he's looking healthy. He's looking good. I would definitely, he ain't gonna, like I said, he won't help you this week, but he'll be able to help you next week and every week going on. So Jack Doyle would be a huge pickup if you can get your hands on him. Um, another good pickup is Ed Dickerson. He looked pretty good over there in Seattle, debuting his first start for them this season, and he looked pretty good. He got in the end zone. Definitely a big target. Get your hands on some Ed Dickerson. Um, Benjamin Watson for New Orleans. I know he wrote a he wrote a donut this last week, but the offense went through the the running backs this last week, and I don't think that's going to be the case every week. 
Um, so Benjamin Watson will be a good pickup because he's still the best person in that position for that team. And he still has Drew Brees. Um, but with Mark Ingram back, he, you know, he kind of shaped the offense and developed the running game a little bit better than what it was. Um, if you can get your hands on, if you need, if you can't get your hands on the first three people that I said, get you a Benjamin Watson, start him this week. I believe they're going to look a little bit different going against Minnesota. It's going to be a tough game. And uh, I would definitely be starting him if I had, if I was in that issue. Um, and then the last tight end that I have is Hayden Hurst for Baltimore. Um, coach came out and said that he wants to start using them a little bit more, getting him a lot more involved in part of the offense. Baltimore is coming off a loss this week, and they're going to have to reshape their offense to, you know, be a little bit more productive because they, they're, you know, playoffs are not given to anybody. So I think he's going to start being a big part of that offense and the tight end position. So, if you can't get a hold of any of the guys that I said before, get you a Hayden Hurst and get him on the field. That's all that we have today. I might, if I hear any more trade rumors going on before the deadline. Actually, it's 1.31 p.m. Eastern time, uh, Western time right now while I'm out in Arizona. So, the trade deadline is officially over. If teams ain't make no trades, then they are shit out of luck. Not Andrew Luck. If you got Andrew Luck, you're not starting him this week. He is on a bye. You'll be shit out of luck with Andrew Luck if you start him. That's all that I have today. It's your boy Nasty Backpack. This is the Love for the Game podcast. Stay tuned for next time. We out.